Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hello, hi, and welcome to another episode of The Emma Gunn Show. Thank you so much for joining me. It really is a pleasure to share your company on this bonus episode. Now, you may remember that a couple of weeks ago, I did a bonus episode on fitness. And since then, a lot of you have been in touch about running. It's been on DMs, it's been on emails, but I've had messages asking me everything from... Uh, for more details about the app that I've been using to get myself back up to running 5k again, the gym clothes I recommend, the shoes I run in, and more. So I thought, because enough of you have been in touch and have asked that I would put it all in one place, because as you know, this is your show. I want it to be incredibly valuable and useful for you. So that means that all of the links will be in the show notes, which can be found wherever you are streaming and downloading this episode. And I'll make sure that all of them are in there so you can very easily click through to anything that is mentioned. And before we really get into it, I just wanted to really emphasise why I felt it was appropriate to devote an entire bonus episode to running. Not only was it because of the listener questions, you have been sending in some brilliant questions about the app and about all the other things to do with it, and it will all be answered in the show. But I do believe, for me personally... And for many people that I've spoken to, there were also some incredible mental health benefits for running. And I I was trying to sort of pop it into a nifty little soundbite that would sound really great. I didn't really get very far with that. So I'm just going to explain to you why I feel like running is so good for mental health. It's you against yourself. (laughs) It's there's something that you will, your brain will say, just stop, Emma, just stop have a sit on that wall yeah just look at those flowers over there and the voice in you that starts to that goes no go further will get louder and louder and louder when you start off it won't come easily well I always say these things as if I'm stating them as fact it might not come easily didn't come easily for me I constantly wanted to quit and then the breakthrough for me was where the mental strength came in and went no, you know what, go a little bit further. And I remember when I first started running and I'd go a distance and then I'd get back to my front door and I'd still have still have gas in the tank. I'd still have something in the tank. I could have gone for another kilometre. And that was a great feeling because I knew the next one I could push myself a little bit further. So the mental benefits of running are really important. We do not shy away from mental health chat on this podcast. And I feel that I have talked about exercise before in the context of mental health and I just wanted to reiterate it 
if you are feeling depressed, anxious, down, yes, yes, unfortunately, running is a high cortisol activity, which can be counterintuitive for anxiety. But without a shadow of a doubt, it's that it, I'm, what I'm talking about in terms of the benefit of mental health is that conversation that goes on in your head. Sometimes the thing that really drags you down is that negative chat in your brain that no one else can hear, but it's happening and it's happening very loudly and it anchors you and it weighs you down and it makes you feel absolutely rubbish. And what running does is it strengthens that positive voice that gives you the belief that you can go further. And when you get back from a run, whether it's in the morning or wherever, I always used to run in the morning. So this is why I feel like it applies to me. If I would feel despondent or low or not very happy and I'd go for a run and I had either one or two points during that run, given myself a pep talk and that positive voice had won, I then went into the rest of my day, into work, into my friendships, much stronger and a much better version of myself for having done it. So that's another reason why I really wanted to devote to devote an episode of the podcast specifically to running. So we're going to do a special show on running. But first thing is first, <clears throat> I have an announcement to make. Well, sort of. Last week, I ran 5k. <laughs> and it's been a long time coming. It's the first time I've run 5k in a few years. Uh, and it, it's been, it's been a long time. Forget about the loss of fitness. Let me just remind you, I've run half marathons and used, and used to run about 30 to 40 kilometers a week, you know, top end at about like 30, 40. And there have been a ton of mental hurdles that I've had to overcome in order to achieve this, obviously. Um, I say obviously because one of my goals at the beginning of 2017 was to be back up to running 5k by the 31st of March, 2017. And I am there <laughs> at the end of February 2018. Um, that's why I say I've had to overcome a lot to achieve it, because obviously I could have done it in much less time. But I think there are so many mental hurdles. And I just for a long time didn't believe that I could until recently. And I firmly believe that that mental shift and suddenly thinking, actually, Emma, you can do this has made all the difference. In fact, the first thing I'm going to talk to you about is the app. And I'm going to tell you about the fact that I was going steadily, well, I say steadily, I wasn't, but um, I had three more runs to do before I completed it. And I skipped one of them because I just thought, you're ready, you're ready, do it, do it. Anyway, self-congratulatory, congratulatory, goodness me, self-congratulatory announcement out of the way. Here are what I've condensed to five tips that... I, well, they're mine, so <laughs> that I think uh, are worth incorporating into your fitness regime if you want to begin to run. But just a reminder, I am not preaching from a place of perfection, <laughs> not at all. I am simply sharing what has worked for me. But what would be excellent is if we could share with each other via Instagram, Twitter and the Facebook group, because what has worked for me won't necessarily work for everyone. But some of these anecdotes may resonate. And so I've put them together in a way that I think will be helpful and hopefully you like them all, but who knows. But I just really hope that if you're thinking about running and it seems a lot of you are because you've been in touch that this will be helpful. So the first thing, I had so many questions, so many messages about the app I spoke about in the last episode and it's called uh, Couch to 5K Runner. 
It's the first result that comes up when I go into the Apple App Store and it has a yellow icon saying 5K and then a stick man running. I'll put the link in the show notes so you can find it easily just by literally clicking or swiping up or what have you. I don't know if it's the best app out there, but I really get on with it. I think I downloaded maybe two or three when I decided, right, you're going to do this, Emma. And I think I just enjoyed the interface of this one more. It's an eight-week program. Just a reminder at this point, it took me about two years, but it gives you three runs every week. The first one is 25 minutes, which constitutes a five-minute warm-up walk, one minute of running, and 90 seconds of walking alternated six times before a five-minute cool-down walk. So it eases you in. And the final run is a five-minute warm-up walk, a 35-minute run, and a five-minute cool-down. So you go from running short intervals to longer ones, and then steady runs without any walking breaks. If you have any running apps that you'd like to share with the show that you've had success with, please share in the Facebook group. The link to join us in the show notes. And I'd be really interested, as I'm sure you guys would, in hearing about other apps that you've had success with. A lot lot of it has to do with the interface or uh, how easy it is to load or whatever those things are. I really get on with the Couch to 5K Runner, but there might be other ones that actually are more intuitive or give you more data. Who knows? Let's share them in the Facebook group. So, yeah, it's really that simple, an app that takes you from shuffler to runner. But here's something I've done with it that I found really useful. So if you remember the fitness podcast I did, I mentioned a personal trainer I used to work with, the one who used to say Kaizen. And he said something to me about running that has always stuck in my mind. Back in the day, I used to be very conscious of being a slow runner. I am not built for speed. I am not long and lean. So I felt my naturally hourglass figure worked against me. And it made me feel very self-conscious. Like if I went to go and do something like park run, I would always be very conscious that I was lagging at the back. And I just took me back to school days of having to do cross country or like running and just being at the back gasping for breath. So it's one might say in modern lingo, it was quite triggering but there we go. So I wanted to run faster, mainly because I thought that if I ran faster, I would shed my curves, they would evaporate off my body in transit. And I would get home and be long and lean. And he said something like, the best way to run faster is to run faster. And I would sort of look at him quizzically and be like, "Uh, yeah, but how do you break break the speed barrier? And using this app has really helped me understand and put that into practice. So what I found is with this app, I say I get to week four and I'm building up the time that I'm running. I will go back a couple of weeks and I'll do those three runs, but the running bits I'll do much faster. So for example, say the first time I did them, I did them at 10 kilometers per hour. I was doing two minutes at 10 kilometers per hour. Next, when I felt like I'd got my stamina up a bit, I'd go back and do them at 11 or 12 or whatever seemed right. And that has really helped because what happens is you kind of go all out for those short spells. And then the next time I did a long run, my legs believe it to be an easy little trot because the last thing they did was something quite fast and powerful and where they felt like they might not be able to reach the end, but they did. So I'm going to keep using this app and I'm going to keep going back to the intervals so that I can help, I can get faster on my longer runs. So does that make sense? You just go back and get faster doing the shorter bits so that when you do the longer bits, you naturally can pick up the pace. In the not too distant future, I'm I'm going to download the five, five what is it, Couch to 5K Runner app's big brother, which is the 10 
10K runner couch to 10K run. That's the full name in the app store. Again, go to the show notes. This time it's a 14 week program to get you up from 5K to 10K. Or is it? No, it might be couch to anyway. The point being, it gets you up to 10K. I haven't downloaded it, you see, because I'm still very much in the mindset of the 5K runner. But let's see how long that one takes me if it's a 14 week program. <laughs> that could be fun. Bring on 2021. I've worked my fitness back up on the treadmill, mainly because when I was running on the road to start with, I really wasn't fit enough to cope with the inclines, unless they were downhill. And the treadmill offered me uninterrupted steady cardio and a better eye on and control over the speeds I was alternating. So that's what I decided to do. But when I first really got into running, it was on the road. So I do have some tips if you'd rather train outside, which does have its advantages because A, it's free and B, fresh air. There is nothing quite like running in the morning when the air feels fresh in your lungs. Goodness me, what a great feeling. Now that brings on a runner's high. The other thing I would add here is that I lived in and was running on roads that uh, in a very flat and level area. So what I used to do very simply was run one kilometre away from my flat so that I had no option but to run back. <laughs> I'm too stubborn and pig-headed to walk it, <laughs> but you can decide what works for you. You can start with 100 metres, 50 metres, 500 metres, a kilometre, or until you feel as though you're out of puff, and then very gently, like, jog-walk home, whatever feels right. So you do a faster first half out and then a slower second half, and still you can match the speeds once you build yourself up. There are lots of ways to do it. I really rate the app. I think the app also works really well if you're road running. But if you really just want to start, do that thing. Leave the house. 100 metres one way, 100 metres back. Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at UH1.com. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN you will build yourself up in no time trust and believe the second thing I've had quite a few questions about actually and this is something I still even though I found my running shoes that I really like I am always open to others <laughs> because I know it's a very it's a very personal thing running shoes are very very personal so my running shoes of choice have always been ASICs classics however you like to say it because my brother Gavin told me they were a proper runner's shoe whenever it was that I started running and it just stuck in my mind I've tried Nike but I never really got on with them um, I need a bit more support so my advice to you is to go somewhere that specializes in running and can do a gait analysis so a gait analysis is basically studying the way that you walk and run to look for any abnormalities so that they can then almost prescribe you actually the right kind of shoe with the best kind of support that's tailored to your specific needs and what will happen if you go for a gait analysis you'll likely run on a treadmill walk and run on a treadmill they'll film it so they can go back through it in slow motion for oh, not even a minute I would say like not that long so you get on the treadmill and then they use 
watching you and they use the video to see how your foot strikes the ground so they can determine whether you pronate, which is when the foot rolls inwards, or whether you overpronate, which is when it doesn't roll inwards enough, or whether it stays quite neutral. And brands that are known for being runner's shoes are Socony, Brooks and Asics, but my head was turned last year when I saw a friend who regularly runs marathons wearing some New Balance trainers. And I'd never, I have to admit, I feel like I knew about New Balance in the 80s maybe, but um, perhaps it wasn't cool. I don't know. I can't really remember. I, I don't want to disparage the brand at all. But I'd never tried, I'd never worn a pair of New Balance trainers. And I asked her what they were, and they were the New Balance Fresh Foam, Fresh Foam, Fresh Foam Zanti V3. I don't want to sound ridiculous when I say this, but the first time I ran in them, <laughs> I actually remember being out on the road. And bear in mind, this was long before the 5K, so I wasn't running long distances or anything. And I actually said the words, albeit internally. In my head, I actually said something like, oh, this is a lovely bouncy ride. <laughs> um, so I obviously like them. And there you go. I've worn them ever since. The first pair were actually sent to me by the press office, but I have since gone on to buy them with my own cash because I really, really like them. I'm quite heavy footed, which I lovingly describe as plodding. And I actually, I was in TK Maxx. If you listen to 26 Habits, you know that I have a problem where I go into TK Maxx on the weekends and buy things from the sports department. And I saw some inserts, so I thought, give them a go. Uh, because there was some blurb on the front of the packaging saying something about how it gave arch support or um, it, uh, also absorbed impact. And I thought, well, you're heavy-footed, love. You probably need some impact absorption. And they've made running even more comfortable. The shoes are great, but these inserts have made the running really comfortable. So again, um, I'm really pleased that I gave them a go. They It feels like they've made my stride longer and less heavy. So I really recommend if maybe you've got a great pair of running shoes and you think you need a new pair, maybe the gait analysis is a great thing to do, but try a pair of inserts if you ever feel that that maybe you're not landing properly. I know there's probably a running expert listening, thinking, oh goodness, don't just start using inserts. But uh, again, seek advice from a professional first. Don't just whack an insert in. But uh, it, I feel like it's made a great difference. I feel like I'm angled. I don't know, it's a weird thing to say, but I just feel like I run with more forward momentum as opposed to sort of plodding sort of on the spot. It's very difficult to describe. Give them a go, see how you get on. This uh, takes us very swiftly and nicely into sports kit and leisure, um, not leisure wear, uh, sports wear, athleisure wear. Sports kit, the clothes that we wear to go to the gym and in which we do exercise has become so fashionable that I almost can't bear it. We spend, and by fashionable, I don't just mean how it looks. I mean, fashion as in expensive and beautiful materials, etc., I know that it's a huge growth market and we spend a fortune, there's so much data to show that we spend a fortune on high performance sportswear that costs so, so much. And really when you break it down, it's better suited for decathletes, professional athletes, people who regularly exercise at <laughs> a peak level. So we buy it, or I've definitely bought it, no judgment, for classes that really don't require it. Yes, Yes, absolutely. I want a sweat wicking fabric. But what I really want from a pair of leggings that I run in, 
a strong seams around the thighs, and a waistband that's sturdy enough to hold in my stomach. That's really what I want. High-waisted, sturdy leggings that won't rip around the inner thigh area. Thank you, please. So seriously, bore off with your fancy patterns and your NASA-approved fabrics and your tiny little spaghetti strap crop tops. That's just me just venting. But um, I want my kit, to, my kit to be simple, yet effective. And again, New Balance very kindly sent me some leggings and tops when they sent me the shoes. And they are so good that I buy nothing but New Balance now. The fabrics are great. They wick that sweat. They aren't flimsy. They're really sturdy, good quality. They don't disintegrate. I've had some of them now for well over a year. And I, I use them probably five times a week. And they're showing no sign of wear. And the styles are great. A few sheer panels here and there if you want them. But you can get really plain kit too if you like it. And I personally prefer it. So yeah, that package they sent me has made me very brand loyal. And I go out and spend my own money on it. Because it's genuinely the best kit that I've ever used. Ah, <sighs> the sports bra. <laughs> this is still my holy grail. What I really need to do is go somewhere and get the equivalent of a gait analysis for my boobs so that I can be fitted with the right bra. I wore shock absorber for years when it was back in the day when I think they had two styles but the last bra I bought of theirs gave so little support and they have so many different styles and shapes now despite the fact it said maximum support that I actually had burning pain for a couple of days that made me cry and called Nadine Baggett to ask her what to do. It was really really uncomfortable actually had to ice my chest because it was the burning pain was so awful not all boobs are created equal and mine aren't pert or firm so they need to be strapped up and strapped down right now I'm wearing a Freya well, not right now but when I run <laughs> right now actually I'm back after a long day and I'm in a crop top there we go right now when I run I'm wearing a Freya sports bra with a crop top over the top, a tight one and the bounce is down to a minimum but the look is really quite shelf-like and they're very, it's a very tight strap down situation. I mean, you could punch me in the chest, please don't. And I probably wouldn't feel it. You're, you would hurt more, your hand would bounce off. But there's always that worry <laughs> when I'm running that one of the straps will give out under the strain and then it'll all burst open like an airbag and it'll be game over. Hopefully that won't happen. So it's another shout out to you actually to ask if you found the best sports bra ever. I've heard the panache one is very good. But honestly, I'm not going to buy another one until I've been fitted by a professional and jumped up and down in a changing room for about 15 minutes because I, I haven't, I'm not going to do a, a, an underperforming sports bra ever again. I feel like Gandalf in um, Lord of the Rings. Thou, you shall not pass. I will not do it. No more money is being spent on a sports bra until it has been you know, tested, properly tested. And I feel very confident in its ability to not bounce around. And the final thing, it's an unconventional running tip, but one that I think adds value and something that I I feel like was I should have figured out myself, but it actually somebody else who pointed it out to me. So when I was running a lot back in the day, I keep talking about it, 2012, I got quite I had very long hair and I thought my female pattern hair loss was getting worse. My, and when I say my hair was long at the time, it was well below my bra strap. And I had, it had some shape. I had a few long layers in the front, but it was very sort of, you know, it was long hair and it was balayaged. It was fabulous. I loved it. Maybe I need balayage again. I really, really liked it. 
So I get up every morning, get kitted up, tie up my shoes, neck an espresso, and tie my hair into a ponytail, and a good tight one, because I'm of that ilk where if I'm going to have a ponytail for sport, it has to be really tight. I don't want to keep pulling at it or tightening it up or anything. And I told my friend Katie Young, who is the beauty director of Harper's Bazaar in the UK, uh, we were talking about running and I, and we were also talking about hair lock. Well, we were out on a night out, so all sorts of conversations were being had. And she said, do you know what? That could be traction alopecia compounding your existing hair loss situation. Light bulb moment. Pulling my hair tight and then doing a high impact sport where my long ponytail was bouncing along and therefore tugging at the roots was a really dumb thing to do. <laughs> I was quite hard on myself. For someone with a patchy hairline like me, when, I, when you really think about it, it wasn't my smartest move. So I immediately switched to a plait, as there's much less bounce, and I used hair clips, not curvy grips, but like, you know, the ones that snap. They're all over my flat, by the way. Every single, every single room has about four somewhere. Um, so uh, I clip my hair so that it, it stays out of my face. And honestly, game changer. Now my hair is shorter, I still use the clips to hold the front section in place when I'm working out. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. So that there's no way the impact can tug at what are essentially my finest and weakest hairs. So there you have it. Those are my five tips for incorporating running into your regime. I hope they've been useful. I think the app is amazing. I do think the shoes are important. And as I've said so many times on this podcast, an investment in you is a great investment and an investment in going and getting a gait analysis and investing in a really good pair of running shoes that will support you so that you're less likely to uh, encounter injuries on your running journey is a great investment. It's worth it's worth the expense if it's in your budget. You know, my motto is if something's in your budget, do it, but don't go into debt for beauty products or fashion things or what have you. The kit, again, keep it plain, keep it simple. We all love a snazzy sportswear, rah-de-rah, but um, we're not Victoria's Secret model. I'm certainly not a Victoria's Secret model. If you are a Victoria's Secret model, welcome to the show. All welcome. Sports bra, again, let's take it to the Facebook group. We've got to sort this out. I need, I need do you know what would make me take a sports bra fitting service seriously? And I don't know if this is available because I haven't really looked into it hard enough, I guess. If there was a sports bra fitting service available where they had a mini trampoline in the ch- in the changing room where someone could watch you and be like, yep, no, we definitely need something that's tighter around the sides. Yep, no, we really need to put like strap you down a bit at the top. That would make me take that bra very, very seriously. I think I've just come up with a business plan. I'm going to get on to... I'm going to get onto Dragon's Den. Right. 
Thank you so much for your time. Thank you so much for tuning into this bonus episode. And these bonus episodes are for you. So they come from your questions. They come from the things that we're talking about in the Facebook group. So please do get in touch. Email me at thebeautypodcast at gmail.com. Slide into my DMs on... I don't know why I did that. I'm delirious. I'm so sorry. Um, slide into my DMs on Twitter and Instagram where I'm at Emma Guns or join that Facebook group. The link to join will be in the show notes also in the show notes, which can be found wherever you are streaming and downloading this episode, will also be the links to every single thing that I've just talked about. It's going to be so easy for you to find all that stuff. So I hope that you find that useful. I hope that it's been a handy resource. I've been delighted to spend this time with you. Thank you so much for listening, and I will see you on the next one. <laughs>